This is Sir Kerrigan. All right, this week I am grateful for new things, trying new things, going on a limb, and just you know seeing what happens. Um, <clears throat> the last time, the older sometimes we get, or the more comfortable we are in our situations, we tend to just kind of stick to that path, that consistency, that comfortability. And while that can be a good thing at times, um, sometimes it's also not a good thing, and we get in a rut or we feel stuck. So yeah, I'm grateful for new things, trying new things, doing new things. Um, I have some new things pending. So yeah, and when that is finalized, um, I will let y'all know about that. But yeah, I'm grateful for new things. I'm grateful for trying new things and that I trusted myself enough, shout out to me, to just try new things. So let's get into the episode. So this week, I'm going to be talking about jealousy. And I don't know how some of y'all are going to feel about this episode, but you know, that's not up to me. That's up to you, your counsel, which is, you know, who, you know, you and your people, your faculties, you and your spirit, you and your mind, you and your therapist, potentially you and your doctor, you and your mother, your father. But let's, we're just going to get into it because um, it's very, very interesting. And I think sometimes people, some of us, I think some people really don't ever experience jealousy or um, I do believe that I think I just think not everybody goes through that and I think um, there are big differences in people being jealous and then people um, also wanting to like covet your life because I think that gets into like borderline like you know sociopath stuff because you know you shouldn't covet and I think sometimes people just genuinely their lives are just such um, such that that where it's not even really jealousy is more so like you should really be grateful because I don't have that. So I think we need to be mindful of that just in general. But yeah, I thought it was important to talk about jealousy um, just in general. I don't think, I think I've only ever talked about um, like myself being jealous once and that was on questions with the gesture. That's on the Star Kerrigan's YouTube page. You can go check that out as well. But I wanted to talk about it today and just some experiences I've had. We'll do a little story time later about a little situation um, that happened to me because people were jealous. It's fine. Anyway, so just to start off because yeah, I like to you know give y'all a good foundation or basis for things that are important or important topics. So the definition of jealous or like the top definition according to Merriam-Webster is that it is um, hostile toward a rival or one believed to enjoy an advantage. And I think it's important that we pick out the believed to enjoy an advantage. So it's perceived. We don't know that there is a real advantage there or not. It's just a perceived advantage. Smearing on that for a moment. All right. So this is, we're getting into perception now. So hostile toward a rival or one believed to enjoy an advantage. So towards a rival, that's fine. Like we can, I mean, you see that in sports. I wish it was this good. I want to be like that guy or like in a job. Oh, I wish I, you know, had their work ethic, things like that. And those are things you can obtain. I'll say that as far as like work ethic or um, skill level, because you, you can work hard. Um, I think there is such thing as raw talent. I do believe in that. But as far as cultivating a skill, anybody can cultivate a skill if they work hard and they want to. All right, so let's, we have the definition, let's move past that. So I've just in, you know, producing this episode, I thought about, you know, what makes people jealous? Why, like, why would people have reason to be jealous? And um, how do they act on that? 
you know, different things like that. So as a callback to my episode of questions with the jester, he asked, he's like, have you ever been jealous? And I said, yes. And so my reasons for being jealous, um, my, or the answer that I gave was that I was jealous and I was jealous of my peers and friends like growing up. Um, and it was because they got to, it seemed like to me, they got to experience like childhood and like growing up the way you should age appropriately. They, they didn't have to become like adults or do adult things before it was required of them. If that makes any sense, somebody in here and somebody listening understands what I mean by that. But they got to just be a kid when it was time to be a kid. They could be a teen when it was time to be a teen. And I didn't have that. I didn't um I didn't get to enjoy all of that. There were times in my like young childhood where I had to grow up quickly, uh, faster than what I would have liked to. And then there just were times in my teenage years where I didn't get to really enjoy all the things that you should as a teenager, just because I just I couldn't. I had other things I had to do and take care of. So I was very jealous at that point of, of those sorts of things. And it's I, I don't really know how I even dealt with it, though. I, I don't I don't know. I guess I could say I was dealing with a lot of different stuff happening um, in my life. So I guess I didn't really have time to really be jealous because I was grieving and going through other things. So I guess maybe I just didn't really deal with it I just kind of kept moving on with my life because I was like well you have other important things to do keep pushing girl you can do this Um, but that was probably one of the like the hardest things and I just you know I thought about it dwelt in it for a moment I was like all right let's move on we don't have time for this we got other stuff going on we gotta keep going Um, and even like kind of in the like my early 20s like late teens early 20s I still kind of had that same sort of jealousy and not so much just for like people my age like I was in university and stuff and seeing people not having to like kind of worry about or even talk like some people I knew for sure they just didn't because they they told me and like they they didn't have the same um, worries or responsibilities that I had as a younger person I also had um, like a very intense feeling that I was very much like stuck, like behind. I don't say stuck. I wasn't stuck. I was just behind where I should have been. And that was based on what I perceived where other people were in their young adult lives. And I felt like, oh, like, I wish I could be like good like they were with like finances. Or I wish I could, you know, not have to worry as much about, you know, family stuff or other or like personal stuff. I wish I had that freedom or that, you know, the, the contentness that they had or what have you. And I, that, that was something that really, um, that I really like got down on myself about. I demonized myself a lot about not being a better younger adult. Um, I felt like, you know, I, my finances should have been like superb. I should have been able to manage everything in my life as far as like scheduling and executing and completion and working. And I was just like, I felt like I was failing. Granted, I'm sure other people, like nobody felt like they were doing it all right. But from the out, like from the outside, myself looking at other people, it felt like I was just so far behind everybody. And that was, that was really hard to like have that on my mind while trying to go to school and work two jobs. And, you know, at one point, like pay bills at my apartment, what have you. And it was really difficult. And, it, it, yeah, it was, it just seemed so hard. Like I, I went to school with people and like, I'm sure many of us may have, if we went to university, like people who their only thing they had to do was go to school. They didn't have to work. Um, they like, cause 
they were taken care of financially in that way from like parents or what have you, where they didn't have to worry about like working and studying. They just had to study. That was it. And I was like, wow, if that was the only thing I had to do, I would probably have done an honors. I would have done a bunch of other stuff, Um, but I didn't have that luxury to not work while going through school. And that's not to say like I got tons of bursaries and scholarships and everything like that, but that covered, that only goes so far. And I saw like student loans, but it still only goes so far with like the needs of like a younger person living on their own. And sometimes even just like in general, like the needs of a younger person. And again, I'm allergic to the cold. So at a certain point, like taxis come to like, anyways, it's just a lot. And sometimes like I'd see people who were just like at school and all they do was they, they were taken care of. They just had to study and they would just be like pissing it away. And I'm like, your own your only job is to just study like why can't you do that you have not like you have nowhere else to go nowhere else to be yeah you could party and have fun and I made time for that too because again I was still a teen and a young adult I'm still going to try to have fun I needed to relieve stress somehow but for you to like piss away the opportunity or the privilege that you have of not needing to like balance all these other roles and responsibilities while in school oh my gosh I could only wish I can only wish, and I hope one day that, you know, my children, I'm going to do my best to make sure that they just don't have to worry about that when they're in school the same way I did. But that just always, it was so wild to me. Um, they, Yeah, that was their life. They just were here to study. And so kind of going with that, like I say, being a teen, a young adult and trying to navigate, like, you know, with, you know, why am I like, why does it seem like I'm the only one who's like having difficulty or like I can't like get ahead or what have you just with different things and so like eventually because I've told y'all before like I've been in therapy at multiple points throughout my life um for varying reasons like even in like childhood and teenager early 20s and like most recently my late 20s consistently as well and I brought up at one point during therapy then that like I felt like everybody else had kind of got it they they understood like adulting um when like we were like late teens, early twenties. And like, I was just behind. And I, I mean, people know me. That was really hard for me. One to say out loud to, even though it's a therapist, they can't tell anybody, but it was so hard internally to struggle with that. Like, why can't I just get it together? And y'all know I'm the queen of telling myself, get it together, Megan. Like that, that's one of my go-to phrases. If I'm just getting distracted or what, I'm just like, get it done. Like, come on, get it together. And when I opened up about that and just kind of, you know, just kind of dove deep into that, what it was I felt like stuck with, why it is I felt behind, what is it that I seen that made me feel that way? And then we dug into, you know, my life from birth to then. And we went over the multiple, um, I don't know we want to call them obstacles. I'm going to call them like detours. Um, yeah, detours in my, I guess, development, like emotional development, whatever else, because people will tell you, like, I'm very cold, I can very easily emotionally disconnect. And that's not um, a skill that comes out of positive experiences. I'll say that. That's a, um, that's a survival mechanism, if you will, as part of my survival map. Um, But yeah, that's not, I, I used to be very proud of that. And yeah, I didn't come, I didn't come across that skill in a good way. So 
you know, we walked through that, the different things I'd been through, the different detours I had to take, um, which stunted me at different points in my life. Like I said, stunted me or delayed or caused me to kind of be like bumped back in my life. And, you know, after going through like everything that had happened from like birth until like 21, 22, they were just like, so you realize like if all of these things had happened to somebody else, they would also be in the position that you were in. It's not, it's not you. It's not for lack of trying. Cause y'all know I'm damn sure determined if I'm nothing else, I'm going to try to make a way. I'm going to try to get it done. I'll, it's just, it's, I'm going to make it happen. That's just who I am. And so, like I said, not for lack of trying or anything like that on my part, but when you know, they broke it down and stacked all the chips that have been put against me, so to speak, and all the things that I'd gone through. Um, they were like, anybody would be behind. Some might be more behind than what you would say. And they're like, but even saying behind is not even productive because it's not that you're behind. There is no baseline. You're your only baseline. So they were like, you cannot compare yourself to other people if like one, they didn't go through the things or half the things you've gone through and two, if you don't know, they're like that, that will, you know, rob you of being present and a whole other things. And they're right. And you're stuck in like a comparison cycle. Like you really are not paying attention to your present and you're not really focused on the right kind of things. You're just always looking at other people and not focusing on what's going on for you. And when you do that, your life will pass you by and nothing will be going on or happening. And then you will look up one day and realize you have been stuck in the same place. Anyways. So, Yes. So after I kind of broke down, you know, how I need to stop demonizing myself, um, you know, we came to the conclusion that I was in like survival mode for many years. And survival mode is kind of just like you're on autopilot and your only real concerns are like to keep yourself safe, to avoid anything that could stir up like really any emotions or um, dealing and to kind of just get get through whatever it needs to be like worked out at that time like there's no stopping it's just kind of pushing through whatever it is so and you know when people are in survival mode a lot of the times they don't make the best decisions um that have short-term and long-term benefits it's usually something that's very short-term um because that's all people who are in survival mode are worried about is like the right now the short term how am i going to make sure i'm okay and safe right now and they they don't really care about the long-term benefits and so and a lot of times you know Myself, I'll say I can't speak for everybody who's been in a survival mode situation, but a lot of times you just tell yourself, okay, well, this is good for now. We're about the long term when the long term comes around. And usually when the long term does come around, there's no benefit there from that decision you made. And there's usually like you're usually in a worse place. So it's like you're taking, you know, one step forward, two steps back. And then I realized like, okay, what needs to happen for me to stop taking these two steps back? And what do I need to like acknowledge and manage? And so, you know, through kind of getting honest with myself about being jealous and why I'm jealous and then kind of talking to a professional and breaking it down about what's going on, I was like, okay, yeah, no, my life is not, it's not horrible. I'm not behind. This is my life. I'm, I'm like, he's like, they said, I'm my own baseline. And, you know, the month the different therapists I seen at the time, this lady and a man, and they they both told me different times that like you have to really be focused on yourself and what you want. Because worrying about what other people have going on 
and then looking at what you have going on is it's never going to work because everybody has their own reasons, their own path and their own way about going about things. And you'll always find something there that's different or something, you know, to compare if you're always worried about that or looking at other people as opposed to you being focused on yourself. And I was like, that's fair. That's I completely get that. And at that point, you know, I started to really just sit back and take notice of everything, not so much focusing on like what it was. It seemed like these people had that I didn't because that's, you know, living thinking from a lack mindset. And I started to look at, you know, what what do I have? Like, what are the good things that I have? And I looked back, you know, over childhood to now and I was like, I have great memories um, from being a child, like a great childhood and some good teenage memories as well. Um, A lot of different things that went on um, in my younger life uh, that I'll I'll talk about one day. But like birth to like 21 was like, so it was just so much, you guys. It was just, it was a lot. It was a lot. But like I said, it wasn't all bad. Like I have great memories. Like I, I said, there's. And I really like think about those and hold those close to me. Um, Yeah, it's definitely, it's not littered with bad memories at all. So please, you know, don't cry for me. Nothing like that. And there were like a lot of things that, you know, my parents made sure that they did great. You know, they did the best of what they had and they still did a great job because y'all see me and like, would you know, you wouldn't because like I said, they did, they did this. And there were things that were outside of their control that also like I've had to experience and go through that that's like I don't chalk it up to it's a part of life but it's just it's part of my life's story and that's I'm okay with that but getting um really getting down to that has helped and I would offer to anybody who maybe has um said that you know or has felt jealous or maybe you're you haven't admitted to yourself yet that's the first step is acknowledging um you need to acknowledge and accept but just kind of go through like why is that I feel this way because like I said for me I felt like they had like they had it together and they were ahead or they were what they were supposed to be and I wasn't. And then once I kind of broke down with the therapist, like what's going on, it was like, oh, I'm really like not I wasn't being present and two, I wasn't really like focusing on myself. And so those are the two things and they're the lack mindset. So like anybody who's doing that, I want you to think about if you're feeling jealous, what is that you think they have? Because remember, the definition mentioned it's about believe to enjoy an advantage so there may not even be a real one there so what is that you're perceiving that these other people have that you don't that you think you need for things to be better uh what are you not giving yourself credit for that's huge too because there were many things like i said my it wasn't for lack of trying that i thought i was behind in life um it's just that i wasn't giving myself credit for making it through or you know pushing through and other great skills and tools that I had at my disposal and so that's that's a huge one as well and then you know what is it that you want from your life what is what does your life look like and ask yourself what is, what good is it going to do me to always keep comparing myself to these other people what is it that you know me lining up my life and their life is going to do for me because it's going to take away from my time steal my joy my energy and I'm not going to feel good at the end of it. I'm not going to feel better at the end of it. It's yeah. So, I mean, these are questions I think, you know, you should ask yourself. I've asked myself sometimes I still check it, check myself. And I'm like, you know, what do I want? Is this what I want? Is this like, you know, how's my life story going? Is it unfolding how I want it to unfold? You know, what is the new chapter? What do I want that to look like and decide that for yourself. Cause I can promise you, 
everybody's life is not what it's cracked up to be either. And I'm sure some of you have already figured that out with some people you maybe have looked up to or wanted to be like or be. Remember, thou shalt not covet. Um, but just think about it. Like, what what is it that you think these other people have that you want so bad? And why is that you think you can't have it unless you were them? Because there's enough for everybody. There's enough life and goodness and love and compassion for everybody to have some. There's not a limited supply of love or compassion or grace or understanding. There is plenty. So I, I think that's important too. I think sometimes we get caught up in thinking, oh, we live in such like a an industrial capitalistic world that we're like, you know, supply, demand, supply, demand, and there's only so much supply. So, you know, once the supply is gone, that's it. That's not how things work in the <laughs> outside of jobs. Um, when you apply it to real life and different things that people we need, like as humans to survive and thrive, there's no there's no limit on that. So I would, my, my offering to you as well is to start thinking with an abundance mindset start being grateful. So like I, when I will start the episode off with gratitude, that's for me to pause and think about the week. I try to do that each day as well. What is good about today? Because when there's gratitude there, you leave no room for anything else. There's, there's literally no other room for anything else in your mind at that time. So start thinking with an abundance and a gratitude mindset, and that will change everything. You'll shift the entire perspective. Hell, you might even shift the trajectory of your life by thinking with an abundance mindset. But just start thinking about different things, you know, in your life. What is it that maybe you've made it through that either you know, like maybe other people wouldn't or like you didn't think you can make it through, but you're still here. And pat yourself on the back. Celebrate the little wins. The little wins are as important as the big ones because little changes Little steps, little goals, accomplish that, make big changes. But you sometimes you need to start small. All those these huge, big milestones we might see, those are not like, those are not just things that happen to those people. That's the result of hard work and a bunch of little steps and little goals and strategies that they've you know checked off their list to achieve this. People don't always show the nitty gritty, the behind the scenes, you know, down in the trenches, getting the work, doing the work. But that's what's going on. We get to see the nice, you know, final product. That's why. They, what do you think they don't show at the sweatshops where they make the iPhones and the clothes? No one wants to see that because that's it's very gutter. It's very raw and it's not nice. And people, we don't like things that aren't nice. We like to trick ourselves into thinking like, oh, this is just great. And it happened this way. And it just happened to be great on its own. Nothing went into this. No blood, sweat and tears. It's not how it works. Not for items and not for development and growth in life it's not nice and neat and just there one day it's a lot of hard work it's a blood sweat and tears a lot and the final product is great and a lot of people like to celebrate that and they should you i i feel like i do i will and y'all should too when you put in hard work and you get out of something what you put in there's nothing more rewarding because i'm i'm a huge proponent advocate of doing the work whether that means in a job um, in your relationship, in the relationship you have with yourself, in anything. I believe in working hard for what you want. I think once you work so hard and get like the different things that you want, once you keep working, like certain things will come a bit easier, but that's after putting in a lot of time and work and dedication and consistency. Yes. But everything starts with hard work. Everything starts with hard work at the very beginning. We see, for example, like, you know, 
King Beyonce do what she does and we're just like oh like that's just her like and she darling like that's just it's just how it works for her like she doesn't really have to work hard like excuse me let's go back to girls time back to you know when Miss Tina made everything back to when she was in like different girl groups before Destiny's Child this is it's been in the making there was a lot of hard work done even in the early 2000s she that first album was excellent yes but there was still a lot of hard work to be put in during that time and when, I mean people don't want to dig into that or see that they just sometimes it, it works better for their narrative to just believe you know it's there's just how their life goes they just get to have that opportunity and they they're just lucky that's just how it is and no it's it's definitely not the case so that's all I like to say about that I, I'm gonna I think you know take a quick break and we will be back with story time um, story time also ties into jealousy for today so I'll, I'll be back to let y'all know about my personal experiences um, about you know jealousy again against me people perpetuating haterism and holleration in this dancery against me all right I'll be right back all right I'm back and it's story time so like I mentioned in the episode talking about jealousy um, and I'm going to give you all a glimpse into, you know, some things that I've had to experience at the hands of jealousy of others. Now, mind you, at, at these different times, points in my life, I, I, even to this day, I still really can't fathom how people would be jealous of me in my life. I mean, granted, it's making better. It's the better life. But there's a lot of shit that happens behind the scenes. Like, you know, I cry like three times a year, you know, real G's cry just by themselves. Um, you know, people have died um you know even over the course since this podcast has started just a lot of stuff is still happening um so you know why yes it's cute and the reels and the pod and episodes and whatever else is all very cute it's all very like better approved but there's still like real shit popping behind the scenes I just want y'all to know that um everything on social media is mostly a highlight reel I mean I could definitely give y'all you know the, the bad days are like this was going on and sometimes I do there'll be moments where I'm just like f it like I don't care I don't care this was really going on or like I'm mad about this because that's real and raw that's still me it's just a different side of me that's just like I don't know seven percent of me whatever however you want to slice that or do the fractions but so like I was saying um probably the first instance that I've ever dealt with um in my life was probably in like junior high and like people have made up rumors about me um because of my body I talk I talked about this on the body um image and the body issues episode way back in that you know because I was I went to a junior high that um, was completely separate from my family at school so the school I would it should have went to because of my elementary school I didn't go to because my parents were like you need to be around black children you're not going to a white school and I was like all right thanks but it was so hard that first year was super hard I didn't really I didn't have any friends going to that school I knew some people through like different community things that I had done but I'd never like hung out with them outside of seeing them at an event or what have you so that was hard but yeah um the girls had made up rumors about me because of what I looked like uh, I remember I I think I mentioned because I asked a girl I was like so like what like why why are you saying this and why are other people saying it? they're like oh well you know you look like a freak so like you like we just know that you're having sex and like you do freaky stuff with guys and I'm like I don't even know guys here and that's not true and that's that's literally how that rumor about me got started they they said I was a freak um just because I looked like one I don't even know what sexually active looks like 
to me, I would think sexually active looks like you catching somebody having sex, not somebody walking around school with their backpack and books clothed. But here I am. I don't, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Um, I just, it doesn't. And like people are just like, oh, it's like, like you have a body, like oh, I wish I had a body and like, no, you don't. This shit was whack early. Like, it's very confusing as a young woman, young, sorry, young girl to have a body like that. It doesn't make any sense. It's, it's very confusing. People want you to cover up and you're like, why? And then the girls are like, we hate you because you have a body. So we're just going to spread lies about you. Why? Again, jealousy or reared self, it's had in many forms. Um, And then kind of, you know, girls are, I wouldn't say that girls are more jealous than guys. Girls just will show it. Um, a lot more than guys. Guys will kind of keep a low profile. They might go and just try to like one up whoever it is they're jealous of. They're just gonna go do the work. Um, whereas girls are just gonna point out, make it hard, and be like I hate her for no reason. It is the social the social dynamics of men and women or girls and boys are so it's insane. Go study it on your own time. Maybe I'll talk about it on a future episode. So that's the first thing. Um, as well in junior high. This girl lit my hair on fire. She lit my hair on fire, y'all. She burned my hair. I was standing, minding my business. Mind you, I was getting bullied from boys during this year. This is like, I think, eighth grade. And I was being bullied by boys and this one girl. Mind you, I had done nothing to her. We weren't even in the same grade. She was older than me in like grade nine. I did not bother her. Nothing. Her brother was bullying me. And she thought it would be cute or funny to walk up to me behind me and light my hair on fire. My shit. And then, and I, I didn't even know at first. All I just was felt her go like and blow. And I was like, turn around. Then someone's like, oh my God, why would you light her hair on fire? And I grabbed my hair, gone, flakes, burnt, crisp. I was sick because one, like my, now I need to like chop it off and like get it even. And what, like, What? You could have, like, lit me on fire. And granted, like, I've had other issues with fire later on in life that, like, it's just too much. Me and fire are not meant to be friends. Although I do enjoy, like, a good campfire outside. But it's just not, like, it's not in the cards for me. And so, you know, I talked it over with their people. And at the time, my mom was like, honestly, it's probably just jealousy. Like, I've seen this a lot. She's like, you need to think about where you come from and where those people come from. And it's not that there's this huge difference between me and this girl, but there were some. So, like... I'm somebody, I grew up with both my parents in the house up to a certain age and they had separated and got back together and separated, got back together and separated. And then my dad died. It's whatever. I'm sure if he didn't, if he did not die, they probably got back together and separated and got back together and separated. I don't think, I don't know that divorce was ever on the table, but there were many separations. That's probably tea y'all did not need, but here we are. Don't say nothing to my mom about this because it's not your place. But she was like, you have to think a lot of people don't have both parents in their household in that particular place where this person was from. Um, and like my mom knew their family personally because there were things that they were involved with outside of that. And we used to like be around them when I found out when I was like, we were kids. My mom was like, that girl was probably just jealous because like I said, you have a mom that cares about you. You have a dad that cares about you. Your parents are together. La la la. In my head, I, like as a like a teenager, I was just like, that's stupid. Why would you be mad at a girl because she got her parents? Like, you got parents too. Like, I don't know. Go figure it out. Um, I just, like I said, I just couldn't rationalize it. It seemed very stupid and like immature to me. And like, not to mention, like, my mom, my mom was going to press charges until she talked to the girl's mom, which is like, anything like this happens again, jail, like charges, period. And now I'm looking back, like the petty in me was like, we should have pressed charges that ruined her life. 
but my mom didn't and that girl never she didn't bother me or come around me early again at that point and I ran into her um this past summer I didn't speak to her but she knew it was me and I was like I will not give you the satisfaction and I oh you guys I was looking super fine too I was looking like I had on like this cute little orange two-piece outfit my hair was giving Diana Ross it was big it was a slight breeze so it was blowing I had like a good tan because I just come from the beach I was glowing because I'm a goddess and absorb the sun and she was sick about it I was like I don't care I was like I'm still like I know you I know you know it's me and I'm not speaking to you because like you still owe me that I don't I definitely don't owe you anything after you pulled that stunt I don't and people, I said, people need to deal with that jealousy because you're going to man, you're going to start like dealing with it, or it's going to manifest in a way that's going to be harmful to you because it could get you in trouble. I mean, there's self harm and all those other things, but like, if you do what she did, you went and lit my hair on fire because you were mad about a life you think I lived. Well, I did live at that point. I mean, it was true, but come on now, like that could have ended horribly. What if the, my clothes had caught on fire? What if my entire head had caught on fire? I had like I had to get skin grafts on my skin, my ear, all of that. Like, anyway, see how it's crazy. And even like to this day now, sometimes, like I'll talk to different people or talk about it and talk about just like you know growing up, like my parents or my dad. I always like I'll brag about my dad. I brag about my mom too, cause like first of all, Marie is no slouch. Like don't play with her. Um, we had our issues like in the I shouldn't say issues we didn't get along because I was a teenage girl and she had rules but and some of her rules were like a little outlandish to me and she's accepted that now so it's fine but you know my parents like I said they were together growing up and um, it wasn't always great they made it work they did different things um, but I grew up in a home where like it was very weird because gender roles weren't strictly enforced. Like I didn't really see them play out in the stereotypical. I'm not going to say traditional. I'm just going to say stereotypical where like, you know, my dad did a lot of cooking and he liked to cook and he was a good cook. Granted, like my mom could cook too. She just didn't like to. She could do without it. So if my dad cooked, she was all in. Um, my dad did laundry. I mean, granted, he would take out the garbage too. But like if my mom was home, my dad was at work, my mom would just take it out because it's garbage, y'all. It's not a man thing. <laughs> but like I grew up playing on the boys baseball team because my dad coached my brother wanted to play and I was like well I want to play too if you're the coach and he said okay you'll be on the boys team and you know I also played softball when I got to a later age and then after that I wanted to play baseball he said you'll play baseball then I'll find a team for you know if it's a boys team it's a boys team you do that but I mean those things I I guess I didn't appreciate as much then as I do now looking at it because that's why you know I have no problem like taking old garbage or like fixing my car like I took shop in high school I can change my own oil I could change a tire I think I can still change brake pads too rotors eh, it's a little rusty but you know but it was important just for me to know how to do those things because I seen my parents do both things because they were adults they weren't men or a man or a woman they were adults who knew how to take care of themselves they both lived on their own before you know living with each other and having kids and all that so you know it was important that they knew what to do and it, it just worked. And then at one point my dad was a stay at home dad. First of all, most people like we always portray the dad as a fun parent and granted they can be. Um, but having my dad as a stay at home dad, like that was one of the, that was, I talked about before that was so fun. It was so good. Granted he like cracked the whip when it came to homework. No, y'all, we never had beatings. I had, we had time out chairs. I think he spanked us once and he would like cried about it. He was not happy, but, um, 
yeah he like it's just having your like getting stuck into all that foolishness like oh you gotta do this and do this um is silly but you know i talk about my dad now because he's passed on rest in power and people are like well you know not everybody had a dad and i'm like oh oh nothing to do with me i like you're projecting i was like so i can't talk about my dad because you didn't have one make that make sense to me so now my dead daddy I can't, you know, uphold his memory and talk about things he's taught me or whatever because you didn't have a dad and it makes you uncomfortable. It's not my fault you didn't have a dad. I don't really know who has to hold that fault, but I know it's not you. And I don't like, you should probably talk to a professional about that. That's not fair. You can't project that on other people. And being like jealous that well it's not fair you had a dad it has nothing to do with being fair we really technically all have daddies whether yours is in your life or not i don't know why that is i'm so sorry maybe it was for the best as well but i'm sorry but that you're not going to make me feel bad or like impose your jealousy on me in projection because you didn't have the same experience with your dad that i had with mine i don't know what to like please stop doing that to people that shit is so irksome and like it's very telling it, it you're, I promise you you're telling on yourself and it makes you look crazy because I will tell you this and you'll you can kind of tell when people are experiencing jealousy or have jealousy towards you because you'll just be talking about your life and experiences and they'll take it as you bragging when when it's not bragging and again, when they don't know the full story either, but it's when you're just talking about what you went through, your experiences, a happy time and memory, and they perceive that as you bragging and then react back towards you in a way that would suggest you're bragging. Be mindful of those people. Just that's all I'm going to say. Be mindful because those people, you know, they have their own healing to do. I will tell, be the first to tell you I'm not always compassionate or empathetic in those situations or sympathetic. Sometimes I'm very much like, well, it sucks for you, but you're not going to make me feel bad. So find some other way to deal with that. But you're not going to try to make me feel bad because you didn't have something I had. It's, and to me, it really is that simple at times. And, you know, if if people don't push the issue too much of me, sometimes I am sympathetic to them. But when, you know, you really push it and harp and try to make me feel bad about something that I, you know, something in my life, I'm not. It's not bragging. I just told you at the beginning of story time, my parents separated, got back together, separated, got back together, separated, got back together. But the girl who burned my hair just thought, you know, I had the perfect family, you know, my siblings, we all had the same parents, all of that. Like, it, so like, oh, lucky her. Like, mm, no, I feel like you should probably learn a bit more before you start making judgments like that. And again, people will make snap judgments and then judge you on them or again, perceive your life experience or your memory or what have you as you bragging. I think that's crazy. That's just, I like now that I'm really thinking about it and saying it out loud, like, please get help for that because I'm somebody I believe in getting help and I have got help because that I was like, I can't keep being like this and like, you know, maybe like maybe it's me. So, like, please talk to somebody. Um, please, I like talk to an unbiased person if you cannot get therapy or like speak to a mental health professional, but. You know, that's a very dangerous way to appear in the world is to attack people for what you perceive as bragging when they're just telling you about their life.
I mean, I don't. I don't don't really know what else to say about that but yeah just stop stop doing that to other people like I said you're telling on yourself and says more about you than the other person and that is just so whack like how are you really going to be mad at somebody or me because of like choices my parents made what they chose to stay together or get back together or to raise us together I don't like whatever I don't know or like you know even when my parents were separated, like they really, it didn't feel like they were separated. Cause like, I mean, granted my dad had his own place. He was still at the house. Okay. I'm here to take you guys to school or like you got a field trip today or like whatever else, or just stop by for lunch or what have like, he was all, he was still around. It was the only thing he did not do was sleep in the house that we lived in with our mom. That's it. So, I mean, I have a pretty high standard for men in my life because and like for, I guess like men I know who are fathers because I'm like there's no you I have no excuse I don't care if you don't live with the mom or the mom doesn't live with the, the like, you can still be present and make and and still be there in the exact same way whether you lay your head down in the same house or not and it's, it's really is bs to me and people are like oh well that's not fair your dad was a different kind of guy okay and and I don't he really wasn't different to me that's just how you move as a father that's what being a good father is. I'm sorry if me saying my dad was a good dad makes you feel like your dad was a bad dad because I never said that. And I wouldn't say your dad's a bad dad. I would just say my dad was a good one. However that makes you feel is how it makes you feel. Don't project those feelings onto me. See how crazy jealousy is, y'all? It will really have people spiraling and like making you feel bad about a life that you really aren't living. And again, I was there when I was like in my teenage years and early adulthood until I stopped and was like, this shit is weird and it's not cool. And like, I don't like the people I'm around. And why is that? And it can't be them if it's me <laughs> feeling the same way about all of them. So like, let me see what's going on with my peers and what's going on and why like I'm mad going to school every day and see all these people like living this kind of life, blah, blah, blah. And then I went to a therapist, two of them and got it squared away and figured it out. Even now, like if I see something that I want, I'm just like, okay, well, if I want it, I'm just going to have it. I'm just going to work hard and get it or figure out how I can get it. I'm not going to get that person's. Like if I see, for example, I see somebody who got like a car, I'm not going to go and try to get their car or steal their car because I'm jealous and want their car. I'm just going to work hard to obtain the car by my own means. That's, that's how my mind works now with that. Like I said, and it's not like, I don't really get jealous anymore because I'm just someone who is like, well, if I want something, I can have it. I just need to figure out how I can get it and not get it from them. Just get it. Remember, because thou shalt not covet. But yeah, this has been a lesson in talking jealousy. Um, please, please, please do not project onto other people. And please find healing. Um, please find healing. A lot of times, sometimes we don't even think we need healing until we're in the midst of it. And when people go through that, they don't know what I mean. It's like, you I don't know how to explain it, but you all know what I mean. But, you know, if you are, you know, feeling jealous or you've been always feeling jealous or like consistently jealous about things or situations or people around or in your life or workplace, um, talk to somebody about that and figure out why. Like do the digging, like, you know, unpack as, uh, you know, is popular nowadays with the kids. Unpack that. What is it that you're jealous? What is it that one? What is it you're jealous of or you think they have? Why? Why do you think you don't have it? How can you acquire it for yourself? Make sure, you know, you're not, you know thinking from a lack mindset you're operating from an abundance mindset do not allow your jealousy to manifest in a way that's going to you know harm you or cause you to harm others 
books. And like I said, I wish you would have pressed charges, but that's the petty of me because how dare you? Uh, and then like also just like I said, do not kill other people's joy or their life experiences because you're jealous and you're perceiving their life as bragging. Like it's not, that's not it. Please, like again, again, just find some help. And it is also, I was like joking, say like, oh, I have great genetics. And like I do, but people who like are pretty or people who have like, because people would also try to come at me about my looks like, oh, you never stand. You're not ugly. And it's like, okay, but I'm ugly to somebody. Like, don't forget that too. Like, I'm not cute. I'm not everybody's type for one because I have a mouth. I'm sure like when people look at me, yeah, until I start talking, they're like, oh no, too much mouth on her. Can't do it. But it's, it's also like not my fault that you think you're not as pretty as me. Like you should all like, I would hope that you should feel like you are pretty, as pretty as me, if not prettier. Go get your healing for that because I, there's no reason why everybody should not walk around feeling like they're like creme de la creme de bee's knees. There's no reason not to. There's there's nothing to be jealous of in this world. And those who, those people that I do know of that don't experience jealousy, like shout out to y'all because they really not in, I guess I would say done the work and I want to say do the work either because they've unlearned it or they've just been raised in a way to where that wasn't part of their development is being jealous so they weren't really exposed to that to know that I'm sure people have imposed the jealousy on them and reacted to them in a way because other people are jealous but for those people I know that don't experience jealousy like shout out to y'all um I feel like your parents definitely did like quite a few things right if that's you so hey um and, you know, give yourself grace. And like I said, figure out what the jealousy is about and go from there. But like I said, there's enough in this world of a lot of things to go around. There's not a limit. As hard as, hard as that may, you know, be to hear or for you to really like grasp, there's a lot of things that are limitless in this world. There's enough for a lot of people to go around. There's enough love. There's enough grace, compassion, all that to go around. You don't need somebody else's or a piece of somebody else's for you to have it. You can definitely get it for yourself. So yeah, hopefully this made sense, my story time. But yeah, I, and stop bullying people. A lot of bullies are jealous too. Stop bullying people. If you're a bully, go figure that out. Usually bullies are people who are also being bullied. So like tell somebody that someone else is hurting you, please. And thank you. Because that girl lit my hair on fire. Like I remember that to this day. I remember like the smell, everything. It was very yeah, it was just very scary. I was like, oh, yeah, it was, it was a lot. Just all the bullying in general. And like I said, all of that because of, of a perceived, um, of me, you know, of a belief that I'm enjoying some sort of advantage that I'm, that I don't have. <laughs> what? That's a hell of a definition because of a belief to enjoy an advantage. Right. And it's, it's all just perception. All right, let's come back with the goals, y'all, and then I'm going to wrap up for this week. All right, y'all. So my goal for last week was, I think, to see my nephews, and I didn't get to see them, but I did get to talk to them, so that's fine, because what did I do that I couldn't see them? I worked on the holiday that I thought I was going to have off, and then I didn't have off, and then Friday, I, like, definitely slept in, like, really late. Um, and then like this weekend, um, they were with their moms, um, and one of them was with Nancy. So I didn't get to see them, but I definitely get to talk to them. So that's fine. Um, but my goal for this week is going to be, 
or this week? It's the first week of October. What do I have to do? See, I was going to make my goal like something to do with like productivity and work and not myself. Um, I, oh, yes. My goal this week is going to be to catch up on my um, love jar for myself. I, I don't know if I told y'all at all on the show, but I have a love jar where I write down different things like I love about myself each day. And on my birthday, this come on my birthday this year, my 30th birthday, I'm going to open it and read all the things. Um, so, yeah, I, I need to catch up because I'm like I'm behind on it. So I need to catch up and uh go back and finish that so that's gonna be my goal is to catch up on my love jar for myself this week but thank you all again for listening i'll be back next week until then be better smile at a stranger sarah kerrigan's production